0: Fun. <laughs> Enjoyment. Yes. Enlightenment. Yes. I hope you're pouring yourself a glass of wine when you listen to these, because we certainly are drinking wine while we're doing them. Well, here you go. Yeah. There. Ah, there Wine you out go. of a
1: can. I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> that was a seltzer. <laughs> but anyway, well, our topic for today we would like to talk about is developmentally
1: appropriate practice you're gonna hear us say that a lot yeah Yeah. we say
0: it over and over and over again so we want to make sure everyone understands what we mean when we say developmentally appropriate practice or you see dap on tap which is videos that we have on our website um, at the
1: bar actually they're not there yet because they'll be there we we, we, (laughs) yeah they'll be there so get ready for dap on tap but but you know it's kind of an early childhood buzzword every every um, work world has their jargon in developmentally appropriate practice or DAP is really something that's important, and we talk about it a lot, and we wanna make sure you understand what it means.
0: Yeah, and if you really wanna see a good video, you can look on our videos uh, at our videos on our webpage, and um, we have a good video that talks about um, acronym soup, because there's lots of acronyms out there in the early childhood field, and we go over some of those. But DAP is Developmentally Appropriate Practice, and what that means is basically looking at each child individually and meeting
1: them where they are at. Exactly. So there you go. That's the end of the podcast. See you later. Um, If you If you pick the words apart, your practice or what you do with children every day, so your curriculum, your activities, I'm not going to say lessons because we're early ed. So it's your activities, your curriculum, your schedule. So your practice is appropriate to the level of development where the children are at. And even if you have all four-year-olds who were born on the same damn day in the same damn year, they're not all the same so within your group of four-year-olds you individualize To make sure that you're meeting everybody's needs Mm -hmm. and you can also have
0: um you can have activities that are for infants up until preschoolers you know things that you can put out that everybody can do so those are some of the things you want to think about too but with developmentally appropriate practice it is making sure that kids are challenged but yet not doing things that
1: aren't appropriate for them or frustrated we don't want to frustrate them exactly so when people talk about you know getting ready for kindergarten it's like no they should be ready to be four not Mm -hmm. five or six And if your child is two, what do they do around age two? And some, all, we were just talking the other night. Leanne's oldest child walked when she was what? Yeah, she was like 11 months old or whatever. She was, yeah, running around like a nut. My child, my first one didn't walk until she was 15 months old. Mm -hmm. So developmentally, they were at a different place. Right. They're both fabulous and wonderful, yeah. and it doesn't really matter when, when you when started walk. to walk.
0: Had nothing to do with you but, know your life success or anything but we, like that. We
1: wouldn't push. Some children are very interested in letters and colors and numbers, and other children are not, and we shouldn't they be pressuring to them to learn those cars things together. Basically, exactly. you
0: know, and yeah, yeah. So what we wanted you to think about when you think about developmentally appropriate practice is looking at each child, looking at what they're able and capable of doing. You want to challenge them, of course, and you want to assess them at different times. But you are not sitting there with a pad of paper jotting down every single thing that they do I mean, that's not what it's about. It's about putting out activities putting out things that they can do um, being that Facilitator of activities So you're gonna put things out that they can explore and have fun with but it doesn't mean that everything is what you want It to be in what
1: you are expecting from them Right, and you know, we joke sometimes but we're really not joking (laughs) when we say, you know if you have a three-month-old you're not gonna put them on a bicycle to teach them how to ride a bike because that would be unsafe and it would be wrong and it would be dangerous and you'd you'd be in trouble but we do that in other ways. You would you wouldn't take your twelve year old and say, "Come on, honey, let's go drive the car." Because when you're sixteen, you're going to get your license and you need to know. So let's start now.
0: Right. and We're not going to get Kathy ready
1: for the nursing home
0: because you know, hey, she's I'm not even sixteen yet. Age. You know, so, we don't want to get her but it's ready. True. But why are we talking so much about readiness for kindergarten? Let's get them ready to be with the age that they are. I mean, right. we see it all over the place: kindergarten readiness, kindergarten readiness. You know what? Kindergarten blah, used to blah, be fun. Blah. Like, why exactly. can't we get them ready for? A good time and a good experience. Why does it have to sound so academic and you know, and that's another
1: podcast on kindergarten readiness that we could easily pull off for you. But for this DAP one, go to our website which is two pushydames.com we have some definitions there for you on developmentally appropriate practice under our DAP on Tap site. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty soon we're going to have some videos there. We just haven't been able to leave um, leave <laughs> uh, our life. busy lives to <laughs> yeah. go out to the bar and have a couple of pops. But we will. But we will. Yeah. And then they'll probably be pretty friggin' funny, actually. <laughs> um, but we talk about how you look at children at age-wise, stage-wise, culturally, mm-hmm. individually and look at whether or not they have special needs. And then you build your climate, you build your activities, you build your curricula, around that. Mm -hmm. You're not saying, this is what I want them to know, so I'm going to shove it down their throat until they figure it out or make them sit and trace. Yeah, and if you
0: have activities that only a couple of kids are capable of doing, that means it's probably not developmentally appropriate Mm -hmm. for your group. So that's something
1: to think about too. Well, you put things out as a choice. It's so funny. Kids know what they need. Mm -hmm. Kids, Kids definitely know what they need. So if you say, who would like to come and work on this whatever it is? Mm-hmm. The ones who are ready for it and want to do it will. Yeah. And the others won't. But don't make them feel bad if they can't do it yet. And don't ever make the whole group have
0: to do these oh, kinds please. of things. That's what happens a lot. You know, te- you see you walk into classrooms and teachers have the whole group sitting at the table mm-hmm. doing the same exact activity. Not everyone is capable or wants to or, you know, is, is ready to do that activity. And not to
1: mention you're setting, up to argue. You're setting them up to argue and fight because it's right. nobody has enough Legos for everybody if it's Lego time for the whole class yeah. you know so choices are big
0: choices yeah. are important when it comes to developmentally appropriate practice have a bunch of choices out let them find what interests them and they'll take it from there if you have developmentally yeah. appropriate activities out in different areas they'll take it from there and they'll learn from it believe it or not and you know
1: some of the heroes in this this um, particular world are the family child care providers mm-hmm. because they care for children in their homes in their licensed daycare homes And they have children who are babies all the way up to five-year-olds or six-year-olds coming after school yeah and they know how they they have to differentiate yeah because the big kids want to use skinny crayons and small legos and write things and the little kids are going to stick those in their mouth and choke Mm -hmm. so they have to be thoughtful about what's appropriate and that skinny crayon is not appropriate for a toddler yeah a book with lots of fancy pages and pop-ups aren't appropriate for toddlers and a, and a five-year-old doesn't want to read a, a board book mm-hmm. that they can stick in their mouth. So, right. I mean, think about that.
0: It just makes sense. Yeah. It's looking at each individual child, where they're at, and what they're ready for, and putting out materials. And, act, and I keep saying activities, but it's more about putting out things that children can explore and have fun with and, you know, just be able to investigate really um and take it from there and they're going to do their own learning you know i always like to
1: say teachers are facilitators you're putting out materials you're a facilitator for learn learning, out. learning yeah yeah one know. of our one of our upcoming coming podcasts is going to be on play based learn play blah, 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 blah. how much wine have we had today i <laughs> think of no, a of I'm, kidding. Much. I'm just kidding <laughs> um but play based learning is really what it's all about. And we're not the ones who thought that up in this day and age. Fred Rogers knew that. Maria Montessori knew that. John Dewey knew that in 1920-something. I think Albert rather.
0: Einstein talked something about play he as, might as well. I have too, actually. <laughs> so, so there
1: you, go. you know, this isn't new. It's just a resurgence because of what's going on out there in the academic world with, with kids. So, yeah. Oh, well. So be developmentally appropriate. Dap, dap, dap. Dap, dap. They're <laughs> not going to stick me on a walker or in a nursing home yet just because I'm approaching a milestone birthday. I'm not old. I don't feel old. I don't want to pretend or get ready to be 60.
0: Kathy's um, yeah, elderly readiness what? skills yeah. Yeah, yeah, we need yeah, to yeah, work yeah, on. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Uh, Why do
1: we work on kindergarten <laughs> readiness and not like... Yeah, I know.
0: I, I other don't kinds of readiness we need to pay attention to how we yeah present things Isn't i don't that know funny yeah well oh well
1: anyway hope this was helpful you'll hear from us about dap and developmentally appropriate practice a lot so yep, there's
0: more on our website to to pushydames.com so feel free to go there and find more information on developmentally appropriate practice ciao ciao for yeah. now